0: Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by Rav Mishai Kon, Rosh Kol of Kol Yitzchak in Lakewood, and Dayan at the Beis Havad. So I'm well aware of the fact that Shemitah wipes away all chavis, all outstanding debts for loans that I had made previous. What about other sorts of debts? Somebody say, was Mazak something of mine? And he owes me money for that. Or... We made a purchase, and um, it wasn't paid in full, or those sorts of chives. Is Shemitah Mashamit those chives as well? Right,
1: so the first thing that I would like to say is that you mentioned that Shemitah is all I think was the word you used. Right, so let, let's be more precise. So Shemitah mashamit loans. However, we have to differentiate a little bit between Lashon Kodesh and English, because in English I think we use the word loan, certainly the word borrow, to refer to two completely different kinds of transactions. For example, Reuven goes to Shimon and he asks him if he can borrow money. Right? Now when he borrows money, the idea is not that he's going to take the money and give the money back later. Remember when I was a child, I didn't understand what it means to borrow money because if you're going to spend it, you're not going to have it back. Right? So obviously borrowing money means you're taking the money and what you owe the person is not the dollar bill, but you owe him is the value. Okay? That's called halva. There's something else called she'elah. Shail is not the same thing as halva. Sha'il is if you, if you borrow something from somebody and you're planning on giving back the same item. For example, somebody says, can I borrow your car? So he doesn't mean I'm going to take the car and get rid of it and I'll give you back the value. He means he's giving back the same car. So even though in English we use the same word borrow, you have to learn from the context what it means. But in Lashon Ka'idish they a completely different concept. One is halva, and one is she'elah. Now, I did not say that the difference is whether it's money or objects, because that is not the differentiating factor. For example, you can have a halva of Paris. Common case, you're baking a cake and you need some sugar. So, what do you do? So, you go to your neighbor and say, Can I borrow some sugar? Again, you're not going to give back the same sugar, right? You're going to give, you're you're borrowing the value of the sugar and you'll give back. You'll go buy, next time you buy sugar, you'll buy something extra for your neighbor. So, that has a a halach of a halva, not a she'elah. If I could just digress for for half a minute, the tremendous nafkamina of this is in Elch's ribbis. Ribbis is on halva, it's not on she'elah. Right, ribis is if, if you borrow money or value or peris and you give back more, but if, you, if, you take, if you're borrowing the same item, that's not to ribbis because that's Shayla, that's not halva. Okay, so back over here. So when we say that shemit is meshammet a choiv, it's meshammet a choiv of a halva. Whether it's money or it's sugar or anything else, it's something that a person might not realize. Like, you know, nobody owes me any money. Yeah, but your neighbor borrowed a cup of sugar. They're going to pay you back the sugar. That's, that's you might not realize that they'll come to pay back. If you didn't write a proofable, you would not be allowed to take back the sugar. Okay, so that so that definitely is included. She'ela is not included in shemitah. So if somebody borrowed an item and the understanding is you'll give back the very same item, that particular item. Somebody borrowed your pen. Is you going to give back your pen? That's fine. There's no there's no, shavis, there's no being mishapet on that. That's the first thing I would say. As far as other types of of um, of debt, if we want to use that term. Somebody owes money for different things, like you mentioned, like in, in business. So the truth is that that credit in a store is actually something I'd rather not get into the details because there, there are details, there are machlekas. It's something which one should iskashayla. It depends exactly how it was done. So th- that I think we should, we should leave. Uh, but I would mention a few, a few other points. Um, if somebody obligated himself to give a matano, so there was no loan, but I said, I will give you money. Sounds like a funny case. It's not a funny case at all. People do it every day when they support their children. They do a shidduch, and, and let's say the father of the, of the kala tells the father of the chosin, I will give X amount of dollars every month to our children. And he's mukhayiv, he was mishabit himself. Maybe he wrote a star, maybe he didn't, but he's certainly obligated to do it. On that, there's no shemitah. Sorry to tell all the Shver's. <laughs> there's no shemitah on that. All the adamists can breathe the sigh of Yeah, that's good, that's good news. <laughs> But but that's that's not that's not a loan. That's a, that's an obligation to give. That's what it's a matana. You're giving a matana. But you obligated yourself to give a matana. Um, another case which would not have any any shemitas uh, would be if you even if it was an absolute regular loan. But if the borrower was, was tzedakah, was an organization a tzedakah organization or yeshiva a ma'aser. No, some maesthes perhaps are just considered a shutzvah among individuals, so you would have to ask a shayla. But uh, typically, you know, a tzedakah organization, which is giving out money to, to Anim, um, if they, somebody, some, maybe they, they wanted to give out a big matana before yonder, if they didn't have money, they borrowed money from a gvir, He maybe he lend them $100,000. So he can absolutely take it, he'll probably write a principle anyway, but even if he doesn't, he would certainly be allowed to, to uh, be today that back. Um, what about if somebody owes you money for a job done? I don't know if you mentioned that case. If you do a job for somebody, you have uh, so these different cases. You know, it could be a case where you just you regular your employment, um, or maybe you know somebody's a a worker, a carpenter. He came to your house, he did a job, and you owe him the money. You didn't pay him yet. So what is the halach over there as far as shemitah? So again, it's a little bit a little bit complicated. Maybe I ask a shayla, certainly to write a bull to avoid a shayla. But the kitzer, if the derech is, if if normally one pays at a set time. Like typically when somebody has a regular job, he, he works for an employer, he gets paid every two weeks or every month. And for whatever reason, they didn't pay one time, so, so that would have a halacha like a halva, and that there would be shemitah on, um, on that. Some say not. So therefore, one should certainly write a principle if he's in such a situation. Um, however, in that case, it would be mutter to be teveh. But again, in all these kinds of iffy cases, these tricky cases, Two things. Number one, write a principle. Number two, if you didn't, a yes, shayla.
0: If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor a future video, please visit BeisHavad.org.